Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of the Holding Court podcast. We've got the latest update on patches, our rescued morning dove, a recap of the Dodgers Blue Diamond Gala, and a discussion on one of our guilty pleasure reality shows, all coming up right now on Holding Court. How do you feel about a housebird? Well, we pretty much have one now. I know. How long has Patch has been here? I don't know. At least five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's been three weeks. It's, uh, yeah, maybe four. It's maybe been a month. No, I think it's three weeks. Okay, well, it's been over a month since we rescued him. Oh, it's been two months, two plus months. It was your, we were leaving for opening day. Oh, yeah. Because it was the off day before opening day going to Denver. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. And that's why it was like our off day to like. So Patches was with Tina for a month. Yeah, so it's been over two months of okay. Patches. So he's been here for a month. No, like three weeks. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so Patches is... Patches is doing good. Obviously, Patches still being here is a win in my mind. And we, I think we are a little, I don't know, naive going into getting Patches back from Tina who rehabbed his wing. If you're a new listener, Patches is a morning dove that ended up hurt in our backyard right before opening day. And it was this whole debacle to get Patches patched up. <laughs> and ready to fly but now we have patches back in a cage at our house and I don't know I think it's there I think it's hard because we did realize that patches was probably a baby yeah or close to a baby when mm -hmm. we found him yeah. and maybe never had that much experience flying and now with the wing that's a little wonky his little wonky wing yeah. He just, I don't know, like he goes for it and then he gets scared and you just think he can't maybe get enough leverage to get off the ground. We've talked about putting him on different points in our yard. You actually wanted to put him on the little, it's kind of like a shed roof. I think that's too high because if he gets scared, like will you be down there to do a little basket catch? I mean, I don't know. I just, like he, he spreads his wings out and he like, tries to like flap him even when he's in his little bird cage. Mm -hmm. But then when we put him out either on the ledge next to the pool or wherever, you know, he doesn't even really go for it. Try to fly. He just walks around like he's getting his steps in. And the only time he like spreads his wings and like does anything is when we're trying to like, get him to get back on his little stick to put him back in his cage. And then most of the time he ends up flying into the pool, which we thought maybe going in the pool is a good thing because he spreads his wings out and it, maybe it's like water therapy. But then I strength. worry about, but the then we worry about him yeah, drinking chlorine and stuff. So, uh, do you think patches is like a sleepy teenager that has everything he needs is super protected <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like he possibly got like dive bombed by a hawk. Yeah. Now he's in 
a nice cage. He's got beautiful weather. We put the fan on him some days. We like take him out in the sun. He has the finest bird seed from Target. Mm-hmm. He gets fresh water. With like raisins. Filtered and nuts, water. Yeah. I mean, and he's right next to our garden. Yeah. He gets to see everything growing. Mm-hmm. He does have a lot of morning doves that visit up on the power line and yeah. they'll chat with him. Maybe Patches is doesn't want to leave the nest. It's like a failure to launch. Like, yeah. Would you leave this paradise? I you for know, the like, I don't know the threats that are out in the wild. Maybe Patches is <laughs> living his best life. It's so funny how it parallels to our rescue rig, Rigby, right? Oh yeah, because you say that all the time. Like, does risk does Rigby? I can't even speak. Does Rigby know? His like, name is Rigby. It's my son. Does Rigby know like how good he has it? Like, oh, when he, he was, is tucked in the bed at night, like on his back and just like smiling and like snoring away. I just think this little guy, like he was on the streets, and I don't know. I just wonder if he appreciates everything he has. I think it's right about the time when you're turning on my bed heater, yeah. which we've talked about before that saved our marriage. So, super <laughs> plug for the bed jet. When you're turning on. The bed jet, I think, gosh, this guy is like, he's got it made. Yeah. Like, he has to know. Maybe. He has to know how good he has it. Or maybe he's like, just has no memory of his life before he came here. He's like, that was not my life. This maybe, is where I was meant to be. Maybe this is becoming our MO moving forward. Just like taking, taking animals out of animals, <laughs> threatening situations. Yeah. I actually, I actually told Cord I want to get like a giant. I saw him looking at this massive vertical parrot cage. Bird cage, like a huge one. Like I just six don't feet know. tall, like four feet wide. Because then maybe Patches can like work on like flying up to the different levels in the cage. Yeah, but then you talked about expanding our aviary community and bringing in other birds, but I don't know which birds can coexist or I don't if know it becomes like a predatory situation. You think about... If you ever got fish growing up and then you got a beta yep. beta in the tank, like you had to like you have to pay attention to make sure there's a little homeostasis in the aviary cage. I'm sure there's plenty of books. Well, you can just read up on it. Yes, or Google. But to your point, you were like, Do you realize how much shit would be on the bottom of that bird cage? Patches shits a lot. I know. Well, you asked me if he's eating and I said, oh, I mean, he's eating something. I didn't something. ask you. Some, who asked you? Jill, I don't know. Jill asked you. Oh, yeah. She was like, well, do you know if he's eating? I'm like, well, he's shitting. Everywhere. So he's eating something. Right. He's so cute though. Yeah. And it's so funny because Moon will go outside and she she's bipedal at a lot of points. Oh my gosh. She's actually like, do you see her with this little bug on the ground? Yeah. Um, she's, she's bipedal and she'll walk. We have them on a little table, like out on the back patio. She will walk on her back legs and just like stay up and just look at him. Like stare at him. Yeah. Like she wants to get to him and like see him. Yeah. I don't know. I want to know. I wish they could. I want to know what her intentions are. Does she want to just like, I don't think they're great play or is she like, like min pins were raised when I researched them to clear out little mice rodents, rodents and out of barns. creatures out of barns yeah. so i wonder if she just would clear it out i don't know she's very like inquisitive yes is that the right word curious yeah sure yeah curious i think it's a synonym 
<laughs> she just need like she has to be in everything and know what's happening and yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to imagine a dog that wouldn't be curious about a bird in their backyard. That's true. That's true. But, but so the update is <laughs> Patches is here. He still hasn't taken flight. Um but he's here. He's safe. He's thriving. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so many people care about Patches. I was out in Leftfield Plaza for all-star voting. They mm-hmm. had the voting booth set up. And I was kind of doing like double duty. People were, I was giving out shirts and pins for voting. And then I had some like side hustle of people asking for my Patches stickers. Yeah. Which I had them. I had them over in my bag. So I had to go like sneak over. And I was like, what are you grabbing? I was like, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> You got your shit going on and I got mine. So just let it happen. So I've given out a few. There's like a few. They're like very special edition patches stickers. We talked about this. Do you find it like the numbers aren't matching up? Because I feel like you obviously pay attention to see how many people are listening to the podcast every week and the numbers are coming in. But then I feel like you have 20 to 30 people a game come up to you and talk to you about the podcast. Yeah, so I like, think about that because I just wonder if maybe obviously I'm in this segment of the population that's listening. Yeah. So it makes sense that a lot of people at the game are coming up to me because I think a majority of listeners are Dodger fans mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. But then I get so many messages of people saying, oh, I'm a Padres fan and I listen. I love the insight. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Giants fan. Appreciate this. So I don't I don't know. Or people are just like listening to an episode and then not listening every week. But it'll be a lot of people that say, oh, we just listened to your episode on the way of the game. How's this? How's that? And yeah. obviously they're not just blowing smoke up my ass. They actually reference something specifically from the episode. So I don't know. Maybe someone's sabotaging my numbers. Yeah, I just think it's funny because you come home every night and you're like, oh, I passed out more stickers. I had these people come up and they really like the story or they really like the story. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, I enjoy doing it. And I always said, even if just a couple people are listening, I think I would still keep going. Like I obviously didn't realize in the beginning if anyone would listen. So just having fun with it, still going. I don't know. You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of the field and I mean, I guess we were in left field plaza, but we had the... Big Dodger Foundation Blue Diamond Gala on the off day. Yes, it was a, week, a rare week. That was hard to say. Of two off days. Well, technically three because we're recording right now on an off day. Yeah, that's true. I guess if you think like Monday to it's Sunday, it's a travel day. So it's hard to count travel days as off days, but it is technically an off day. I know it's so tricky thinking back to when you were with New York and your off days were in the city. I remember getting off days in Miami or getting yeah. an off day. Like, was it on the back end? No, I think it's because of the time change. Usually when you're on the East Coast and you're flying out West to go on a road trip, you're getting hours back. So yeah, but we would have full days in yeah. cities. On the West Coast, we've always stayed the night in our own bed and then traveled on the off day. I don't okay. know why. Yeah. And we've talked about it. But I think a lot of times they think it's better to spend like the least amount of time in a different time zone. Or That's just one reason. And then the other thing is guys, you know, a lot of guys vouch for that one extra night 
which ends up being like six or seven extra nights over the course of a season of, you know, staying at home in your own bed and with your family. Do you like it? Um, I feel like now I'm just impartial to it. Uh, I kind of wanted it. Um, in my earlier years, I would rather get to a city and like spend the whole off day in a city and like kind of roam around and see what it's about. But I understand if you're a team, you don't want guys going places to be tourists. You want them to show up and play baseball. Yeah. I think it was, well, it was when we, obviously we were first dating Yeah, and we get a lot of off days in oh, the cities. Yeah. So it was nice. But now I get like being home and honestly, sometimes thinking about the day game and then flying out right after, mm-hmm. like you at least got to come home last night, got to have dinner, or you get to pack and then go to bed, reset and then get there. But yeah, just think about, so I think most East coast teams travel the day of the game and spend the off day. And like, think about if say the Mets had a one o'clock game in New York, they finished the game at four or five and they have wheels up by seven they're coming out west well yeah it's a six hour flight but they get three hours back on that flight yeah so they're not they're landing at 10 o'clock here yeah but then by the time you get settled and get in your room and it's kind of a late i don't know no but my point is if roles were reversed we played a one o'clock game here totally yeah and at four or five now we're flying to new york it's a six hour flight plus the three hour time change we're not getting in till four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning and then the question is, is it really an off day? Because you're probably sleeping most of the day. Oh, totally. And then your sleep schedule is kind of messed up. Yeah. Because you're getting in at five in the morning. So the next day, are you staying up till five in the morning? You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. that's kind of the whole thought process and theory behind it. Um, and really, I think it's just because we're on the West Coast and we lose hours everywhere we travel versus um, East Coast gaining hours. Aside from obviously driving to San Diego or Anaheim, have you ever flown in on the day of a game? We have done that. Um, was it like a makeup game situation? No. Remember, it was a couple of years ago, uh, San Diego night game, and San Diego's airport has a curfew. You can't take off That's after 10. Right. And so we had to stay in San Diego that night. And then we flew up to San Fran in the morning and played That's the Giants right. that day. I think that would be the only one that would make sense. It would be really hard to do that anywhere. Which. Outside of the state. Which we made an argument like if there's a couple of places that have curfews. Right. Uh, like John Wayne in Orange County has a curfew. So teams like that play like that, La, LaGuardia yeah. has a curfew, but you can also fly out of J- JFK. Yeah. And same thing here. When teams play. You guys fly out of Newark, right? Sometimes. I feel like that's. Uh, we fly into Newark. Okay. I don't think we ever fly out of it. Um, but when teams play the Angels here and have a night game getaway day, they don't get to fly out of John Wayne. They have to drive all the way out to LAX mm, and North to fly out. But okay. there's no option like that in San Diego. Yeah. So. Like my point to the league was like, hey, they shouldn't be allowed to schedule a night game if the team's not able to fly out because of a airport curfew and there's no other option. The only other option would have been for us to drive to LAX from San Diego and then fly up to San Fran if we wanted to get in the night before. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's weird. There's all kinds of like rules and travel stuff, but and that's one that I don't think they have anything for, but they should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, back to our off day 
on Thursday. Oh, that's right. The gala. I forgot that's what we were talking about. No, you're good. Uh, like three years since we had one. Well, 2019. 2019 was the they last one. They did one in, they did one last year. Virtual. Virtual, but it was almost like the quarantunes thing and you actually weren't signed yet. It was in the off season. Yeah, it was like the day, it was like a couple of days before spring training started. And yeah. it, I think they sent everyone like dinner and wine. Yeah. And you watched the concert. Yep. But then it's weird to just watch a concert with everyone looking at you on Zoom, right? Or like, are they not showing you I guys? A, I wasn't a part of it. I so. know, but wouldn't that be strange? Because <laughs> I already am paranoid about me looking interested at things on Zoom meetings. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess on Zoom... <laughs> You, you don't really know. Ready. You don't really know that ten thousand people are just staring at your face. Yeah. Um. So the gala was back and bigger than ever. It was J Lo. There's always kind of talks about who it's going to be. Yeah. And I feel like rumors get started, and I feel like I heard a lot of names. Or, but it could be like you hear the wish list that they have, and then that's true. It just depends who works out. But there was a lot of excitement around it being J Lo, even though she's a New Yorker. But big New Yorker, big New Yorker, but that's a big grab for a concert. Yeah, I was excited about it because we have we've been to a lot of concerts, but we've never seen J Lo. Yeah, and so actually, in the years past, a lot of the performers that they've had at the gala we'd already seen in concert. Like Maroon recently, 5. yeah, we had just seen Maroon Five for New Year's. We had just seen Bruno Mars for New Year's. We had just seen uh, John Legend for Jock's wedding. So like all of those within like six months yeah. before. Yeah. So this was a new one and we wanted to kind of go with, well, we always, we, the last gala, it was Bruno Mars Bruno, and we did the matching suits, the gold. Yes. Like the yeah. black and gold. They so I had fun. the shorts with the suit, which apparently was Cody's look this year. <laughs> and then you I loved did, it by the way. I loved it. You did, uh, obviously the classic suit and then we yeah. wanted to coordinate again Gold this year so we did we went with like a chain fabric so it was matchy but not obvious matchy yeah and then i really leaned heavy into 90s glam yeah i just had this idea of the hair the hair and the hoop earrings and the eye makeup i, mm-hmm. I was looking up photos of 90s supermodels and Honestly, I'm really glad that we've landed back in 90s fashion. I can't believe you didn't just use Pam for your inspiration. Yeah, I, I would, <laughs> I'm missing a few assets to go for that look. But I, yeah, there was, a, I don't know. I just feel like 90s style is the best. Yeah. Don't you agree? No, it was fun. Yeah. I don't I know. Like you 80s was too. too wacky. Thank you. Uh, 70, I don't, like 90s is just like it's a vibe. You had like the f- big, big hair, like yes. frizzed out. No, I don't want to say frizzed out. That probably frizzed isn't out. bad, but it's just like big volume Voluminous. hair with, with your little Some. baby curls in there. <laughs> Soft curls. How would you describe that? Waves. What, loose curls, waves. <laughs> just keep going. I don't know. I actually, this is making me laugh because I'm thinking about how I said I want to do a TikTok where you do my makeup. Foundation. And I actually asked Justin the other day to give me the order that I do my makeup in. It's not like you ever sit there and watch me get ready. No. But for the most part, you're aware if we're ever getting ready at our sinks next to each other, like in a hotel, (laughs) 
And you were actually pretty good on the order. I just, I don't know how you're going to be on execution. I think it would be really funny if we did a TikTok of that. I think we should do it. I think it'd be good. I, I can't remember the name of the one every time i forget mm-hmm. i always say you always ask me you've asked no. me like six times i'm like foundation but then you foundation say first. rouge instead of put blush. on the rouge i think you should get me ready and then wasn't we it have called to... rouge yes isn't that another name for blush totally yeah so um, am i wrong what so i'm not wrong when i say rouge <laughs> no <laughs> i actually think you should have to get me like i i don't know i mean i guess i could wear it to the game that night but i think i should have to gosh don't give me that power but actually there is a line in the simpsons where it says ladies pinch because like my grandma used to like pinch your cheeks to like get a color so it's ladies pinch whores use rouge wow yep simpsons it's a little fun fact for you guys i mean they tell the truth over there (laughs) back back to this so you had a fresh cut and it was actually you were supposed to get it before the angels game on wednesday yep and it didn't work scheduling out. didn't work out and i was kind of glad because then you get the clean reveal for the gala and you don't mm-hmm. have people just saying oh you cut your beard the night before it's kind of like a fresh face it was a wild day because i had an event for ripple that i was at for an hour and a half and then i had to rush back to the house get a haircut The best part was Jill waiting at our house, like clippers in hand when you walk through the door and she's like, get over here. (laughs) So I've rushed back. I get in the house, get a full haircut, uh, beard trim, Mm -hmm. run upstairs, shower and change, come back down. And then she like styles my whole hair and does that, which she did an awesome job. She killed it. Um, and then meanwhile, like you were getting ready the whole time. And then we had to wrangle the dogs and get the dogs in and then the driver was here and it was just it was wild i didn't know when i was ready early i was ready and over an hour before you i didn't know what to do with myself but you didn't finish getting ready yeah. so it doesn't count like you were ready but you didn't have your dress on you didn't have your jewelry on you didn't have i know like purse your shoes on see that's what i don't account for because actually me getting ready is not long you know what i've come to the conclusion oh, please tell me is you don't like getting ready early because you don't drink. You're not a drinker. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to get ready early. I'm going to have a little no, cocktail. I would love before. to have a little pregame cock. I just think like. But I that would count as your one. And then you'd only get two at the event. So. I mean, I, I don't know if you even noticed. I had one total drink. At I know. The event. I, I know. That's <laughs> I'm, a, my, I'm, I'm sneaky. But I. I would like to be ready early. I just have FOMO to go make that move to go get ready. Cause if there's like action happening in the kitchen, like there was people were here, like stuff was happening. So I don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to go get ready, which I should. Or like, I'll be doing that if I'm on the road getting ready for a game. And I, I'm like, okay, I should start showering at this time. Cause I like to like let my hair air dry a little bit. And then I'll notice I'm like ahead of the game and I have 30 more minutes. I'm like, mm, I can sit on the bed and scroll for a minute. And then I'm like, shit, I have 12 minutes until I need to be downstairs. <laughs> and especially cities where I can walk to the game and I don't take the family bus, I push it. And I really need to honestly start adding that extra, especially at home, 15 minutes to like pack my bag, get my shoes on, get everything ready. If I'm here, like take the dogs out, get them settled. Because I think I I only account for the time to get ready and I don't think about the getting out of the door time. But can't we find 15 minutes of more productive stuff than scrolling? 
Um, I'm not sure the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're like, oh, I could do this or I could do this. You're like, oh, 15 extra me- minutes. Well, it's Let like me my grab hair my is in phone. my towel and I just kind of just like sit down. I know. I'm bad at it too. I read like a meme this morning on Instagram and it was literally like about put like stop taking your phone. Like don't take your phone to the bathroom. Don't take your phone to dinner. Don't take your phone to these places. I know, because we should bring just back like magazines into the waste. bathroom or Yeah. It just like eats up time. Yeah. No, it's true. No, I could do more productive things. I think yeah. a lot of times I like will go through a workout and then I shower and then I'm like, oh let me catch up on emails or whatever. Yeah. But I need to not be as available on my phone. So it's a good point. But Gala, do we have a best dressed? Best dressed at the gala hmm anyone stand out to you is looking really sharp i think I it's mean, fun to see everyone dressed up. i really dug cody's i like the bread the, the only thing i didn't love about cody was the shoe choice yeah i but thought that he might just be fashion and i don't really know fashion rules like no, when it comes I, to that i feel like he should have went with like a like a velvet type loafer or something with the shorts okay but he had on like actual like leather black dress shoes i know and then chase had this outfit she posted on instagram and i'm like yowza and then yeah, she chase shows up for it at the gala and it's a more conservative version of that dress oh so she didn't put all the layers on i don't know if that was the dress or if it, i think it might have been a different piece from the same designer that she was just wearing ah, i see I so see. i expected to see her show up in that outfit and then i see her i'm like oh my gosh i mean she looked phenomenal but the original instagram post was misleading yeah no <laughs> so the bellingers were great uh cody and chase uh mookie's always dressed the nines yeah uh, he always does it big tony gonsolin with the top hat i thought was a good look for him he, he did looks, look like he was gonna be the opener or something yeah and, like, pull a guitar i out. was like bro you look straight out of zach brown band right now like, yeah uh he was good uh dp's dress up to dress down i really liked it he had on the t-shirt with the vest and slacks and a and a baseball cap and tiffany um, looked tiffany chef's kiss yeah. beautiful she was amazing um i'm trying to think who else you uh, like trey's oh, joggers trey, trey sneaky sick fit and that was your suit gal that yeah designed alba it. did it so it was a like a almost like a burgundy dark red like camo oh, i didn't notice it was camo i just yeah. thought it was a pattern and then i had to take a closer look uh camo jacket and then i think he just wore like a black tee underneath it yeah and then the pants were matching camo but they were actually joggers like they had like the singed anklet and then <laughs> i love these this terminology for i know you. i'm like pointing it you're out like to carl you. lagerfeld like right it. now it's unbelievable and it actually had a drawstring on this the is waist. why we need a video podcast so i know. could see you pointing but it had a, a like a drawstring on the I waist i love that you never know where your night like your waistline's gonna end yeah. up in the night so that trey was and the hair i mean super it's just clean. like he's, he's got great it's hair. like he made a deal with the devil eddie alvarez has the best hair i think yeah it is like straight looks like a singer in a doo-wop group in front of a barber shop in the 50s wow you're really painting these beautiful pictures for yeah. people you know i learned from the best <laughs> vin scully you know <laughs> <laughs> no i loved it it was fun j-lo actually was giving me because i i think back to like the big concerts at dodger stadium and i always 
I'm obsessed with the Elton John Dodger uniform. Yeah, the bedazzled. The sequins, yeah. the silver, the blue. It's incredible. I think Harry Styles actually wore it for Halloween one year, which I'm sad about. I think so. That would have been a dream of mine. But I was just wondering, like, she's obviously a New York girl. Was she going to be wearing LA? And she came out and, like, the first few were, like, Jennifer. But then yep. it was the Dodger colors. And then she had the LA, like, the sweatsuit, like, the... Um, sequin, super baggy sequin. Yes, yeah. and it was it was so good. And I was getting there was like the um, silver, red, and blue with like the high, the knee high, mm-hmm. blue boots. I'm like playoff inspo, yeah. just right there. There was a, the Dodgers put a ton of pictures of her out. I'm sure everyone's yeah. seen like all the wardrobe that she did. Speaking of like deal with the devil, she's what like 52. Yeah, Whew. good gravy. But she, she puts on a good hard. show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so meant to watch her documentary. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. Uh, her Super Bowl performance, but yeah. apparently, like, it's maybe crazy. for the next pod. Yeah, apparently she's like a crazy. I mean, obviously, crazy hard worker, but apparently, it gives some good insight. So she gave me her actual show gave me kind of Bruno Mars vibes. Like, it's not just about her. She's got like an entire team. There's yeah. dancers. It's it's a performance. Um, full of people, which was really cool. Like Bruno, obviously, they are not playing instruments. Like. Bruno's band is like dancing and playing the instrument and high energy. Yeah. Um, but she had uh, so many <laughs> dancers, backup dancers, and it was like a, it literally was like a full show. I think I didn't expect it to be that much of a production. I don't know. You just think of a gala performance and yeah. you think it might be more of like a stripped down mm-hmm. deal, but I mean, this was full on, full on dancers and costume changes and lighting. And she even came out of the floor. For yeah. Her first uh-huh. song. Like they put an elevator. Yeah. I didn't even know they can do that in center field at Dodger Stadium. I know. You're like, can I come into the game this way? Yeah, it was. They spared no expense. That's for sure. And it's always fun to just see how your teammates are going to be at a concert. Because I feel like in three years, there's been, I mean, you have half of a new team. Yeah. So it was just fun to see. Did you notice anyone dancing a little more than you expected um will ireton oh yeah well that was I mean, like you expect that up front like almost on the stage yeah like going i'm surprised crazy. they didn't p- grab his hand and pull him up there yeah he's a good dancer he loves it he loves it. he loves taylor swift and apparently general jennifer lopez yeah i mean the important thing is to have fun when you're dancing no but i think all the guys had fun i think uh you know it was cool just hanging out like relaxed setting i know we're at the field but not having to like think about baseball i think you know it was it was a good night full disclosure at the end of the night they had a in and out truck but me being i don't know snob a bit of a snob with my fast food i there was no fries and there was no like if you wanted a custom burger I don't know. They couldn't do a lot of things. They didn't have milkshakes, apparently, someone said. So although we are very appreciative of the post-concert In-N-Out, we had our driver take our happy asses straight to In-N-Out so yeah. I could get fries fries, and but my double meat protein-style mustard fried grilled onions. Oh, Add mustard ketchup fried. and mustard with the spread chopped chilies, extra pickles. And I actually, it was late. I didn't get my Diet Coke. I think I did a lemon up. We did lemon up. And had two sips uh, The it. mustard fried. I don't know if a lot of people know about the mustard fried. It and was, I didn't know about it until about a month ago. No, because when you're doing Whole30, you can actually do a protein style in and out burger. And I was just looking at ways to kind of spice it up a little bit. Yeah. She can't do the ketchup, can't do the spread. Well, you can do Whole30 spread in Thousand Island. But uh, so we added that. 
Mustard Fred. You should try it. It's pretty good. But then yeah, I get solid. mustard on it, so it's just all the mustard. It's just so much mustard. Yeah. I'm never going to cramp. Yeah. But all in all, it was a good night. Uh, I actually enjoyed when we were getting ready. We had, and actually the day before, we had on one of my classic shows. Yeah. I So your gal came over to... Oh, no, Jill came over to do your hair uh-huh. the day before. Yeah. And I was, like, trying to find something on TV to put on for you guys. And I was like, oh, Naked and Afraid. And Jill had never seen it. Right? I don't think so. Yeah. And so it was, and it was like a marathon. Oh, yeah. It's always on Discovery Channel. Yes. I think we've talked about it on here before. I don't know. I want to talk about it again because... I, I don't know. I go back and forth. So if you aren't familiar, Naked and Afraid is a show on Discovery Channel. It's been out for almost a decade, Yes, I would say. And concept is two people. They don't know each other, even though there is now a couple's version. There is a couple's version. Two Advantage. people. Uh, I think advantage. Yeah, possible. Um, two people meet in a wilderness setting, and it could be anywhere i mean they've done australia they've done africa they've done yeah that was the one we were watching they everywhere so all over the world in these environments and basically it's survivalists it's people that have been in the military there's been firefighters there's been teachers there's just been all kinds of that are like what are those um like the outdoor guys doomsday prepper type people Yeah, so it's just all types of people and you are dropped in the scenario and you have to survive for 21 days. You're allowed to bring one personal item and then if there's a situation where the water is not drink, it needs to be boiled, they'll give you a bonus item of a pot so you can boil water. Everyone normally brings a machete. A guy, this guy was like trying to be famous, which was like eye roll, but he brought his slack line and he's like, yeah. and all his videos, like his intro video was him On the slack, slack lining line. for yeah. TikTok. And he's like, oh, this is a, we can use this to make a, to tie stuff up tents and stuff. I'm yeah. like, this guy just wants to slack line over the Grand Canyon. But I actually, it's normally a machete, a fire starter. Yeah. Or the slack line, the rope. Twine. I, th- yeah. I think I'm bringing an SPF chapstick. <laughs> she swears by it. I don't know. What is your item? My item? I, th- I think I'm going with a fire starter. Yeah. I learned how to start. Well, yeah, I guess I would need to have well, like because a if you're magnifying somewhere, glass or something. If you're somewhere tropical and it's wet like, and you don't have a fire starter, I don't know if you're starting a fire. I know and my biggest like my biggest thing is like bugs. So I like have to have a fire. So keep to try to keep as away. many away, even though it's not going to work. I know they were at a rainforest with wet caves I'm in gonna, one of them. Yeah. I'm going to be eaten alive. So I go back and forth. So you're give, on the show when you go in, you have your um, PSR. Yeah. Personal survival rating. Yeah. So it goes like normally people go in around like a five or a six, depending mm-hmm. on their skill level and their knowledge uh, going into it. And then obviously after the 21 days, whether you bow out or not, a lot of times people bow out and their rating still goes up because they maybe lasted 18 days and their partner had already left or they exhibited skill that they didn't 
think they would have prior. That was the one girl. Her partner left on day two. She made it 18 days and the crew pulled her out because it was raining and they thought she had hypothermia. Um, hypothermia. Well, yeah. because She didn't of, even ask to leave. I think if they, I don't know. You think that I wouldn't make it, right? I think it depends on the environment. And what's funny on the show, if you haven't seen it, is they'll show the couple laying, like sleeping at night. Obviously, it's like night vision cameras. And then they'll show this B-roll of like a freaking anaconda and a bear and a all these, yeah. like Elephants. a cheetah and all this. <laughs> and it, they make it look, and then they'll have the couple kind of perk up and be like, what was that? Did oh you my hear gosh. that? <laughs> and then they're like, oh my God, it has to be the howler monkey ready to rip their faces off. It's like, okay, how close is that shit? Truthfully, yeah. if I knew, so this one couple got like a Gilligan's Island situation. It was phenomenal. They just lived on the beach. Yep. There weren't really any predators and they just caught fish and that like, it was great. So yeah, I, there's only been one episode where they've actually shown footage of the contestants and like, a crazy ass animal and, and it was the one with the elephants yeah like i was getting pretty close and they were like 30 feet from them which by the way ele- i guess there's like over 150 deaths a year from elephants by like trampling by yeah, trampling no, totally humans so they were like i mean they didn't want to get charged and trampled but that's like the only time i've ever seen like yeah them in the same frame it's I always saw, like B-roll of like... Yeah, like I saw said. him trying to capture a warthog with a trap one time and they got pretty close to him, but it still is always like very creative camera work when they were doing... So basically when they get close to the 21 days, their final days, they get a map and it's called their extraction plan. And so it's normally like, it depends on how long it's going to be, but normally two or three days out, they start their extraction journey. And this one the other day, they had to. They were like, they the couple will have to cross a lagoon infested with crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> and then they show B roll of like this eye of a crocodile just sliding by, like and you're hovering. like, well, they're dead. Like yeah. obviously they're gone. And it's just so funny. And then they just swim across. They're like, wow, we made it. I think the things that would bother me are bugs. Like I actually Anastasia went on and she got attacked by sand gnats. Yeah. Like to the point where it was consuming her entire body and her thoughts and she just lost her mind and had to tap out. Um, My feet, I think I'd have to build up calluses before. Because think about walking like on all the shit and like trying to find your area to set up and the first thing barbs I would do, and everything. First thing I would do is try to build a sandal somehow. Yeah, maybe like your thing is you just bring sneakers. And you can use the your laces. Survival. Your survival. You can use the laces to like tie up your. T- I mean, I pick chapstick. I think that defeats the title of "Naked and Afraid." Right? Do you get a toothbrush? Like, I just I've read so many rumors about the show that it's not as isolated as you would think. Obviously, there's a camera crew there, and I think a camera crew setting up in a lot of these scenarios would keep a lot of these predators away. Obviously, bugs like not the same, but yeah, the lights. I don't yeah. know. I remember I the one couple, like the guy was like his partner was fading. Like she, they hadn't had food in like 11 days or something. And he broke into craft services and like got a yeah. Snickers for her. And then they tapped him on the shoulder in the middle of the night. And he was like, buddy, you know, you got to go, right? Like you broke the rule. <laughs> and they both had to leave. And he was like, I regret nothing. I was like, damn. Yeah. Just reminds me of like heavyweights when they like snuck the food in the middle of the night. But I think my favorite part is at the end when they show, um, how much like 
weight they lost. I know. It's crazy. Like in 21 days. They get an afraid diet. I've seen someone like drop like close to 40. Yeah. And they just look so emaciated. And it actually and like, like puts like, a picture, like a before and after when picture. And they look aged too. Yeah. Um, I think I'm tipping the crew a little extra to blur my uh, box down lower if I'm a guy. You, yeah, you mentioned that. I think I am. Okay, man. Can we get that? Because sometimes they're low and I'm like, I don't know if that's balls or dick, but like it is, it's <laughs> swinging low. Jesus. I mean, I'm just being truthful. She and then went I, there. but I also think when I'm meeting my partner, I'm just going to just be like, I'm going to look down real quick and just see what we're working with here. And then we're all just going to go through this 21 days. You, also, when, you also said if you went on it, you're like not shaving and going out. Of oh, no, I'm bush. having a full bush because <laughs> you just like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need my labia on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> That's the last place you want your labia to be exhibited. Right. So, yeah, if I'm if I'm the guy, I'm just saying like, hey, mind if you just stretch that bad boy down a couple inches trying mm-hmm. to meet someone back home you know the blur is only on the tv it's not actually on the camera for whoever's filming that stuff yeah i mean the crew but i mean i imagine there's like nd i mean the footage does exist yes it's real but they can't just release unless someone like broke in the vault i don't know what you happens imagine everyone just releases like naked and afraid porn <laughs> and then everyone always thinks like do these couples want to f and I think it's just they are so gross. Yeah. That's, like no I, one brings no. a toothbrush for their personal item. No. And you just are so tired. You and don't want to probably smell horrible. Burn any. And oh God. Yeah. Horrible. And they, yeah. But there was one guy that they were so cold and she was like, don't even think about cuddling me. Yeah. And I, like, but it was like not sexual. Like he was like, we can just be like back to Try back. To get warm. Just like cheeks to cheeks and yeah. she was not having it. I get it. I don't know. I get it. That's why it's an advantage if it's a couple on there. Yeah. We did see the couple and they made it out. But yeah. then there's the uh, Naked Unafraid XL. Which are the it's all 40 stars. Days. But yeah. they've already they've already survived a 21 day. Yeah. I think the, the cool part of the show is it is for the glory. Because I think when you go on a lot of games, yeah, they don't shows, get money or anything. Like Survivor, you're going for a million. Yeah. And survivors obviously different like scenario and challenges and all that, but you just get a stipend on the show. So for 21 days, they say it's about $5,000 for missing work for three weeks. And then if you do the XL, which is 40 days, it ends up being around like 24,000. Oh, really? I didn't know they got anything. I thought they just got a PSR rating boost. Well, anytime you do anything like film wise, you're given like a day rate. Like you've done little like reality you do yeah, that yeah, yeah, like yeah. little what is it called little geniuses little big or something little big it? things i think you're little thinking big of big genius. little lies little big baby genius what was it called? Uh, i don't know but you end up getting a check in the mail of like a day rate it was the something. kid who knew everything about the dodgers yeah uh, melissa mccarthy's show big little minds or something something like that yeah. <laughs> obviously made a lasting impression or you did all that on nickelodeon yeah. and you end up getting like a day rate yeah you have to be like properly compensated for your time when you're okay. doing a official production got it so it doesn't end up like it's not prize money no yeah. but it's compensation so it's people just doing it for the glory but really? you can actually i mean no one's perished but like this lady i was reading like got a spider bite and it started to like get infected and then she had like this hole in her cheek like on her it was not like there's been some gnarly stuff. Yeah. Didn't the one guy like cut his finger like super bad? Yeah. And a lot of times they can medically, like they can be like, you. we can't allow you to continue the yeah. way that you're going. So even yeah. if you're tough, 
like you tap out. But I do like that they've been giving people second chances because yeah. that would probably be something that would be difficult to live with if you took it very seriously. For sure. But would you do it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'd make it. I think I would start thinking about what I'd want to eat on day one. Like I And I was saying, I think it'd be like a big burger and like an ice cold beer. Because <laughs> nothing would be Oh, like, you mean when you're done? Yeah, like nothing. You would never get like a cold beverage. I mean, I guess like no. a stream, but like everything would just be like cooked or like, I think I just want like a very cold drink and like a big juicy burger. But I don't even know like how much you can eat when you come out. Yeah. Because they're eating like ants or like little pieces. I mean, I've seen them like... The scary shit is when they like find a bird that's already dead and they're like, well, it hasn't really started like decomposing. So I think we can eat it. And then they're like vomiting like a minute later. Wasn't on the last one they found like or a, snakes. a rhinoceros. It was like yeah. decayed and they it was like, like cut decomposing. Out. They literally uh-huh. made, they made sandals out of it. I know that was kind of boss. Yeah. Some of these people are super impressive. They're like, oh, let me just weave this basket and we'll go collect nuts and berries. And like yeah. the fish traps, yes. the fish traps are cool. It's insane. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it, I just spoiled everything, but uh, it's a good one. It's good background TV. Yeah. Like if you're cleaning a house good or whatever, like starter. it's not something you have to be like dialed in on, but. No, it's a good classic. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. We appreciate you all when you leave ratings and reviews on the show. We love to read them and friendly reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all next week. See ya. Bye. Bum 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 b